fucking assholes and you're an asshole too. That is why we started up this podcast just for you. If you are offended, if we make you want to cry, you're the reason why we shout who invited this guy. Who invited this guy? Drunker than I am right now. I'm gonna That's try gonna be not fantastic. to because I might have work in the morning. Ah, I missed some. Some of our original second episodes were real beaters, dude. Uh-huh. Like real uh-huh. brutal. Uh-huh. That's <laughs> where someone, summertime. where someone was being dragged through the mud. Usually yeah. not Josh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had the one. Yeah. The one episode that was a scarf and barf. So that was a scarf and barf. I dude. get off on that. One. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. There's a big pass for that. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, anyway, this is Who Invited This Guy. I'm Danny T. I'm Eric. I'm Josh. And tonight we are going to dive into our hearts and our bellies as we talk about food and restaurants in all different realms. Some it's of the favorites. food episode, motherfuckers. Yeah. Yummy, not, yummy. It's We're the not killing we, ourselves right. with food. <laughs> the food episode where we don't intentionally throw it the fuck back up. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right, so last week, guys, I, was, uh, I wasn't quite there or here. I'm here. I'm still in the garage. I haven't yeah. left yet. But uh, this episode, I'm going to fucking go off because I love food. Eric's been looking yeah. forward to this topic. And he's going to he's gonna redeem himself, and he's going to start us off now by telling the people with a bright-eyed and chipper attitude what we're brought to the by, Potsy. All right, so tonight we have got... Not chipper sure enough. We've, st- fuck <laughs> you, we've still got some of the Johnny Walker Red Label from yes, Matt, thank you. Thank from you, one of you. our listeners. Thank you very much. <coughs> Um, oh, no, I have got, in front of me, I got some Camel Crushes. We are out of the crow. Uh, taps, Danny? Oh, we're out of the crow? Taps? <coughs> oh. <coughs> oh. Oh, we're out of the crow. And what's sitting in the crow bottle now, Potts? A third of a bottle of Josh's urine. And uh, I'm going to be adding to it shortly. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, and it will other be three sixths of the way full. I got Founders All Day IPA, Dan. Yeah, thanks. <coughs> I've, uh, I just ran out of Monster. That's fueling this episode too. Uh, a couple of Yingling lights. We good. Brought to you by one of the shittiest PBJs I've ever had in my whole life. Can't even call it PBJ. Whole wheat bread fail. What you're hearing was a starving man. Sunflower no. butter. What you're hearing? Sunflower butter. Fail. What you're hearing is a, a man who was starving and whining like a bitch, and then his good friend went in to just try and get him whatever he could. And you know what? It's not. And he came good. out with sunflower butter it's, and cardboard grape. That's like grape. this. Ma- imagine giving some fat bearded bum on the side of the road a sandwich and he complains Weren't to you about it. Weren't we just talking about that like two or three weeks ago? We were. <laughs> no, I'm vegan. Do you remember Scary Movie? She's like, he's like, he's like, can I have a dollar? And she's like, oh my god, you poor thing, you must be so hungry. Here's a sandwich. Pulls one out of her purse, starts walking away. He looks and goes, I said a dollar, I said a dollar bitch. bitch. And fucking <laughs> it out of it, yeah. Nails are right in the head with it. So, yeah. anyway, so fuck you. I like my <laughs> so I want It's to not a bad sandwich. It's fucking amazing. But do you want to tell the crab story? Because that, that was such a good fucking day. We went to... Me and Katrina went to this uh, seafood place that was like way down the fucking shore. It was like on the bay um, that sold bulk seafood. And I picked up 
a shitload of crab legs, shitload of mussels. Um, we had fried fish too, didn't we? Did we have fried fish? Yeah, there was fish. There was like, fish. Um, and we went into his courtyard of his apartment complex where they had the little hibachi set up. And we started a charcoal fire and put a massive pot of crab boil on top of the charcoal fire, let it get up to boil, and just started dumping shit in. And, oh, my God, we all ate until we were bursting of fucking crab and legs. That was a lot of people, so that was... It was probably eight people. More. More? Because people who came and Because Crystal cause, showed up, too, yep, and shit. I forgot all left. about that. Uh, Gene's brother showed yeah. up. Yeah. He actually brought a bunch of stuff, too. I brought the uh, steaks from Rostelli's. We did have steaks, the too. The cowboy chops from Rostelli's. The, oh, dude, Dan. So there's a pork <laughs> chop from Rostelli's. Right. It's a bone-on pork chop. Anybody so in the Marlton, South Jersey area, or Black or Berlin, South no, Jersey area? Is it, is it Deptford? Deptford next to Deptford Honda Yamaha. Who DHY. is near a Rostelli. Go in, buy cowboy pork chops. Yeah. Take them home. Cook them medium. You don't have to cook pork well done anymore. Yeah. That's an old, old thing. All right, so what you have to do with these, uh, you're totally right, though, because that stopped being a problem, uh, mainly because uh, I actually talked to the guy at the Deford Rostelli's. He's like, yeah, the, these pigs come from our farm. It doesn't like, matter how I eat pork loin, I get good. sick. No matter how good a cut, no matter how I cook it, no matter how it's cooked oh, at a restaurant, you get per- sick. What do you mean? Both me, both me and Jess get incredibly awful stomach pains every time we eat pork. Really? Uh, no matter, yeah. Whenever we have, what not, about ham? Not all types of pork. Yeah. And for some reason, whenever it's like bacon's ha- fine. Bacon's fine. Um, probably because the grease overrides everything else. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> it overrides the fact that it's an animal at all. Like, but um, it's so, so bad for people who can't eat bacon. <laughs> Are you serious? Now, like, now, I can have. I can have pork roll, I can have ham, I can have bacon, but when I have pork loin, like, yeah, you know, that's been seasoned and it's cooked, certain, like, cut, pork loin makes me sick almost every fucking time, dude. And you can't ribs don't do pre-seasoned pork loin. Before I sound like an idiot, don't ribs are that. pork too, right? Yeah. For yeah. Uh, some, some people. Some people do beef uh, ribs. Yeah, but they usually call ribs. them, well, you can get the quote-unquote baby back ribs. Uh, I'm saying even ribs make me kind of... large ribs. That's what I'm saying. Ribs. Baby back ibs are pork. And yeah, beef baby, ribs baby, are ribs. Yeah, baby well, back ribs are pork. But the point being, usually if you get uh, ribs that are beef, they call them beef ribs. Oh. Specifically beef ribs my stomach or even hurt ribs. The night, I had, uh, the night I had hog legs down in uh, Tennessee. Okay. Uh, my stomach hurt. Yeah, yeah well, whenever it's, it's thick cuts. don't like pig. Whenever it's like certain thick cuts of pig, it's just weird. Well, but so it anyway, fucking does me dirty, dude. how you need to cook this tomahawk steak mm-hmm. which is what you they call this you kind haven't of pork. told him what is so oh, special dude, about this dude. so they take they render down the fat they like they Into trim they, they trim the fat off of right. the outside of the pork chop right. and you know the other parts of the pig render it down into a liquid and inject it through the meat so that the With meat the becomes marbled they inject fat into the pork meat, and why with the marbles, it marbles it. It, it, it makes, makes it look like a ribeye steak and oh, okay. delicious. So juicy! Oh, it's the best pork it chop you've looks ever had. Like dude. a fucking sirloin, or a, not a, a ribeye? Uh, yeah, ribeye. Looks it like is a ribeye. that marbled. It, it almost looks huh. like wagyu beef. Really, mm. dude. 
fucking mm. amazing. Haven't so seen them anywhere now, else. I'm I, sure they're I available. I sprinkle a little bit of salt, a little bit of garlic, and a little bit of pepper, on uh, fresh cracked black pepper on top and bottom, mm. and then take some rosemary and crush it up in a mortar and pestle, or if your fingers are good like mine, you just crush it up real fine, put it on a plate, and roll the fatty outer edge in the rosemary throw it in a hot cast iron or on a grill. Why um, is rosemary so good. good with pork? It's good, but the problem is it's overpowering. So one time I ruined them by just covering it in mm-hmm. rosemary. I found that overloading the fat with the rosemary is perfect because it soaks into just that layer of fat and a lot of it falls off. Mm-hmm. And then when you cut through the steak it, or the pork chop... It's, you know, pork and butter and, you know, that, like, uh, buttery, just fat flavor you get right. from pig. And then you get out to the edge where the fat is and you just get a boom, a hit of rosemary. It overtakes your mouth, your senses. It's delicious. It fades back into the butter. Then you take a couple more bites and then you get back to it. Like, it's not every single bite is rosemary because mm-hmm. it's one of those compounding flavors that just builds and builds and builds in your mouth right. until it wrecks your palate. Little known fact, rosemary is a cousin of the pine tree. Mm. Mm. You can see that with every rosemary needle. Yeah. Mm. How about that? So while a lot of guys are steak, pork, beef, America meat, you know what I mean? Like I like deer, too. I like... Everett mm. at work has been bringing around his deer. Dude, mm. that fucking deer soup that he made, did you get a bowl of deer soup? Holy shit. I don't know how we did it. It doesn't have any kind of gaminess to it. Yeah, I've, had, I've had what's called venison. venison. Yeah, I've had it venison like before. Beef. I had it on the grill. It was really good. So my big thing is not that I don't like steaks. I don't like. You yeah, like I, chicken? No. No, he likes potatoes. Well, obviously, I like potatoes. No. <laughs> he doesn't He's like the meat as much. He's a potatoes <laughs> kind of guy. We know, Dan. We know. Seafood, <laughs> except for like the oysters and clams, <laughs> the slimy. <laughs> The slimy shit. Yeah. yeah, like I, I like clams. Scallops are cooked. okay. They're okay. Raw clams, no thank you. No, yeah, but clams. I hate scallops. If you get one that's cooked at like a nice restaurant, like yeah, they can be good. Are delicious. I just I don't. They it's have to be. Bacon it's like they have to be done perfect. perfect. They have to be done perfect. Yeah. Scallops, dude. Where Gina, yeah. I'll let you get back to your story. I'm sorry. Where Gina gets her uh, uh, Christmas party catered at for her work, mm-hmm. they do scallops that are bacon wrapped, and they come. Yeah, I've had. It's like biting into a supple piece of buttery fat. Didn't they have bacon wrapped scallops at my wedding? I think, they, were I think they did. Yeah, they were supposed to. Yeah, they yeah. did. Well, I don't I know. I didn't some. get a chance. They I was really I was good. Doing other <laughs> wedding I did. shit while everyone else is eating the food. But um, no, so me, I have been on this kick for a little over a year now. Um, when I go out to eat and I'm like a nice place and you're thinking, well, I want to get, you know, most guys probably go, I want to get a good fucking steak. You know what I mean? Like, no, yeah. I go seafood. I really? want salmon. I want shrimp. Salmon is delicious. I want shrimp cooked five different ways. I want... I want fucking... I'm even good with, like, the shit that's considered more bland, like fish and chips. I love a good fish I and love, chips, dude. I love a good fish fry. Right. Cod. Damn. I've tried swordfish before. Delicious. Yeah. I, what I need you to do. And, of course, I love crab. Lobster tail has to be done. You can't get lobster tail at Red Lobster. No. You can't. Nope. Now, I've had, like, their Which lobster... Funny. I have had, their, like, their lobster soups and shit, and all their other seafood at Red Lobster is pretty good. They do their shrimp right the whole nine, but for some reason, their lobster tail... Brutal. It's fucking <laughs> brutal. Dude. It's all terrible when you hold it to a different light. Now, of course, I, what I want except to do, for the cheese biscuits. Yeah, yes. God, so they're good. Those are dude. Fucking, <laughs> so good. That's the only thing that restaurant has to offer. Anymore. So, what I need you to do 
Go to Philadelphia. Mm. In Philly. While you're there, park your car, get out. Eat a whole peach. Okay. And then walk up to any walk, street no, urchin. No. Walk. <laughs> go go Let to Let me Morimoto. suck on your big toe. <laughs> I want you to go to Morimoto in Philadelphia. Okay. Morimoto. Oh, my God. Dude. Let's drop some fucking money on a All lobster right. tail. This is just for you. You yeah. go there. Peach down to your mind. By yourself. All right, so when you go <laughs> alone. <laughs> yes. Yeah, absolutely. Going for lunch. Who goes to a I'm fucking five-star restaurant on their own? It's For a, lunch. <laughs> it's a four-and-a-half-star restaurant? No, I, I don't know if they have Michelin stars. I think Morimoto... Morimoto himself has multiple Michelin stars. I don't know if Morimoto Philadelphia has Michelin. I'm not sure. But it is... Yeah. The, I went in with my girlfriend at the time and her family... Because we were supposed to go to the fucking, like, burger shack next door. And, like, there was nothing there. So we, or it was packed and it was like a two-hour wait or something. So we, we decided to go next door because she saw seafood. And she's like, oh, I want to go get some sushi. Right. So we walked into fucking Morimoto. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Which Right as, next to the shitty burger joint. <laughs> as soon as you walk in, the walls are, like, waved all the way to the back of the restaurant. It and it's, so like it's just like a Ooh. long restaurant. And See how they did that? Yeah. They're black walls with color-changing LED lights inside of them. Uh-huh. All of the tables and like the, the center dividing wall, because there's only three rows of tables in there and then a row of bench seating on the left side. So the... Uh, uh, you know, the rows go through, they're all squiggly, all the tables are squiggly, like everything in there is like... Really like just interesting. No, it takes you somewhere different. You're walking in, and if you go in with our typical attitude, you're like, well, look at this fucking gimmicky bullshit. But, like, if you just go in excited to eat, it's like, this is so cool. Like, now, all of a sudden, your brain's in a different place. Mm-hmm. Then they take the freshest seafood. And I do mean, like, they probably have tanks of live fish in the back that they pull out and kill right, to serve on you, like, the freshest food. Go in and order whatever you want. I ordered the cheapest thing on the menu. It was $26. It was a chicken leg. Or so I thought. It was a wing. Hmm. You got a wing. All right. But it comes out to the table. Everyone else gets their food. Um, I think her dad was served like a whole red salmon or something like that. Like the whole table got seafood except for me. They were doing edamame and uh, sushi, sashimi. And I, they ran up over like a six hundred dollar bill. Yeah, because seafood ain't cheap. Nope, that's, that's my. But nope. When you go, order something that. that you know you've had before, like a red snapper or uh, like one of the main ones that Americans eat, and order it there. Don't yeah. don't, and that's where you can base your seafood level on from there that point forward. Which sucks to ruin yourself to like Long John Silver's, but the experience that I had when I bit into my chicken wing. So I was served a cast iron pot that if uh, a little, like an inch and a half bigger than if I put my fingertips together, Mm -hmm. you know, in a big circle. I'm trying to explain this to the microphone. (laughs) Um, And inside that cast iron pot, when I opened it was a fucking chicken wing with tiny little mushrooms and a bright red clear sauce. And the, the chicken wing was just sitting in the middle of this steamy pot. And when it opened, every single person at the table had, who had already had their food served to them five minutes earlier and were tearing through their seafood stopped what they were doing and went, <laughs> What's 
that. And I, I held up my fucking $26 chicken wing. <laughs> and I said this. I sucked that bone, drank that juice, and ate every single one of those tiny little mushrooms. It was... Magical. It, it was fucking magical. It changed. It my changed life. my life. A it absolutely did. I'm not changed his I'm life. not joking. The flavors. It it had. I I, I cannot explain it. That's why it changed my life. I could. I'm good with stuff like picking out flavors and explaining things. I had. That's the no UFO words. of chicken wings. I had no words when I was done that meal, which was in no way filling. But it was the most satisfying thing I had ever put in my mouth. Ever. It it was enlightening. It changed the way I felt. Everyone at the table who was a huge seafood fan was just like, this is otherworldly. Like, they they go beyond cooking food. The UFO they, of chicken wings! They're serving yeah. you an experience that <laughs> is nothing but smiles. <laughs> a chicken so wing. A chicken wing changed my life. Sounds like a book I'd buy at a Camden thrift store. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a fucking number one bestseller at Barnes and Nobles. <laughs> right next, right next to chicken soup for the soul is a chicken wing changed my life. <laughs> the fuck is wrong with this aisle of books? <laughs> but uh, seriously, you guys need to go there. Um, do either either the two of you have other stuff because I'll just keep going. Like, oh, just well, got I was stuff for well, days. I was still in my because I didn't I wasn't finished with my seafood. Yeah, you thing. were about to because I was about to. You were going to crescendo. I apologize. No, no, that's okay. Don't worry about it, man. It's no big deal. So when it comes to seafood, though, if you're narrow mold, if you had to put a gun to my head and say, Dan, you can only keep one seafood the rest of your life. It can be done any way you want it, but only one. Scramps. Which one are you taking? Shrimp. Scramps. Fucking Scramps. love, dude. Scramps. And I'm going to defend. I'm going to sit here. Stand, I'm standing, actually. I'm going to stand here, and I'm going to defend the chain restaurants because I fuck. If I walk in and you immediately hand me a menu that's also a coloring mat and four crayons, <laughs> this is my place. <laughs> so friendlies and Long John Silver's. <laughs> Any chain. And, and where I walk in, I can immediately go, yep, it's cheap here. <laughs> I, can, I can afford this. Because, you know, dude, I've had... And people can say it's, it's not good real, feeling. it's shitty, it's all that. And I get it. Obviously, I can go have way better food than this. Way better food I'm than this. I'm telling you, Dan, go treat yourself to a $60 lunch. But I've... But that's treat the thing. yourself. In my life, I have been to places with amazing food. When we were in South Carolina, me and my family, when I was a kid, we were vacationing. And they had turned a plantation nearby where we were staying into a fucking five-star restaurant. So my pops took us all out, dude. Middle of a, inside of a plantation, this massive fucking mansion, dude. Big round tables, real fancy. They come out with palate cleaning gel between your meals. Like seven waiters walk out, and each places one in front of you instead of one waiter going around a table. Palate cleaners, like that little gelatin, cold, frosty shit that gets yeah. you ready for the next course. Uh, it was sorbet, sorbet, yeah. mixing salads in front of you. Every plate has a design whipped on it with the with the dressings and the sauces, and yep. it's like you can tell there's like an artiste back there. His job is just to slap sauces. Yeah, just fucking artiste. bang. Yeah, and, dude. <laughs> and that's not a slap. It's a. Uh, huh? Oh a, yeah, it's a flourish. And yeah. if they fuck it up, if that's the last touch of the dish, don't yeah. t- smash it against the wall and restart the whole fucking yep. thing, dude. Yep. So we go there, and I got, and I got their crab cakes, at a five star restaurant, dude. So not like crab cake. It's like this fucking jumbo oh, just lump, lump that's falling apart. Just a lump that's falling apart. No, dude, these were patties of breaded crab. 
Not crab cakes, patties. They were the of body bread. of Christ, dude. And they serve this like <laughs> no, that zesty like cardboard. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> they're cheap, man. Shevitz wine. I thought it was for the Jews. The best way I can describe this sauce: if you take the zesty sauce from Burger King, the shit they give you for their so, onion rings. All right, all right wait, no, 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 you're no. losing me. You're no, losing no. me, <laughs> dude. Fucking listen. Have you ever had that sauce? What is it? The zesty sauce from Burger King. Wait, yeah. Well, what it is, I'm not saying it's comparable in terms of quality. I'm talking about the fact it's like the same foundation. You know what I mean? It's the same kind okay. of zest. All right, all right. But I, no, but I this, don't like hearing it. But I know. I, I know. Can, <laughs> I can accept <laughs> that that is your frame of reference. Still sounds fucking right. delicious. But it's that times ten thousand million. Yeah. Okay. Ten thousand million nine elevens. <laughs> <laughs> Worth of Burger King zesty sauce make up one teaspoon of this. Uh, one teaspoon of 911. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds spicy. Hot no, enough to melt steel beams. Like, what if you had like a quarter cup of 911? The like zesty, much, <laughs> does zesty, zesty sauce, sauce melt steel beams? Is that, <laughs> you never know what they put in that shit, dude. It melts Burger steel King, beams, man. but it doesn't burn passports. <laughs> 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 and at the Pentagon, it doesn't burn paper. Yeah. So that's my, but that's my like restaurant experience. Like good place, fucking full fledged five star. Like I said, with the little pallet cleaners in between. That's my experience at like a great restaurant. Like where's somewhere you guys have been that's just fucking top top you tier. Go? You, ever, you ever been to the pub in Pensalkin? In Pensalkin? Yes. When I was that young, place. I had this swordfish there. If I'm not mistaken, my grandpa made me try swordfish. Nice. I think they, I think they had it there at that time, or that could have been somewhere else. But I've that definitely been to the pub. That place is fucking awesome. Let me tell you about my first pub experience. I went there when I was probably eleven, 11. or twelve. Oh yes. <laughs> I had no idea what to expect. We walk into this room. There's a jazz band playing. Right. There's a bar set up. There's tables in there. There's people fucking. This was back in the day. People were smoking in there. It was fucking having a great time. I think the game was on on the TV. You know, I'm like, this place is the shit. This place is great. My dad's like, Josh, this is the coat room. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna go through here. So the 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 host takes us through these double doors. Dude, that's night the Roxbury, by the way. Do you remember yes. that? Like, I've never yes. been to the place. It's amazing, guys. There's a coat room. Clubs in here. Clubs right? in here. Exactly <laughs> yeah. the same that's experience. Great. Walk through these double doors into this massive fucking room with like fucking thirty foot tall ceilings, and across the whole back wall, there's. Charcoal stoves or charcoal oven, charcoal oven, charcoal oven, charcoal oh, oven, and there's chefs in white coats and chef hats cooking your fucking steak right in front of you. You can go up there and stand there and watch him cook your steak to perfection. There's probably a hundred tables just all across the floor, and like there's no rhyme or reason. There's no rows between the tables or everything. You have to like weave your way through to get to your table that's in the center of people. Right. You order your drinks. You order your steak. You go up to the salad bar. But this, it's a hooked up salad. This bar, though, fucking right? salad bar has everything you could possibly want. Real bacon. Crumbled in bacon. the fucking bacon Real bits. bacon. Fucking it's bacon! <laughs> like, ten different kinds of cheese that you can sample from with different breads. They got, like, cornbread, and they got pumpkin bread, and they and the banana bread. They also and have the potato the macaroni salad and shit up there, too, yeah. right? Yep. It, yeah. The oh, bread that they bring out to your table is fucking delicious. And then 
you get your steak. And like the first thing I ordered there was filet mignon. I just had to try it. How do you take your steak, by the way? Do you take it medium. still moo I like medium. medium. Yep. I do medium rare now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I, I go a little moo. I, I can oil. do medium rare. I do appreciate the undercooked steak. Wait, if I get dragged out to a shithole steakhouse, I'm going to order it like medium because I know it's going to come out damn near well. Right, yeah. yeah. But if I go out to a like a classy steakhouse where I know they're getting their beef every fucking day, they're getting a beef delivery. And they do their temperatures right. Like, yeah. Well, not even that. It just It's a real chef cooking real meat, not some fucking week old shit that they bought from another store. Frozen. Like, Frozen from fucking Minnesota, so right? <laughs> if I go there, I'll order it medium well. Or uh, med- medium rare, I'm sorry. Okay. Because... You're going to get more out of that steak, and it's going to be safe. Now, and I'm going to let you get back to the pub store. I just want to bring up, my, you know my dad orders steak? He orders Pittsburgh style. Yeah. Where oh, they so just, weird. Where they, it's it's pretty much it's bloody rare, rare on, the out, on the inside, but they sear the outside almost black. Yeah. Like, it's real yeah. done on the outside, but the inside is, like, still bleeding. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. That's how my dad orders yep. every time he and goes. And that is a good way to cook steak. I've been to Outback with Hicks, and he got a rare steak. And he offered me a piece of it, which was purple on the inside. See, then I don't trust it. When it it's starts weird. taking on bluish purple tones, I don't That's trust the shit anymore. Yo, I put That's it in my mouth. It hasn't been dyed red. I just don't like it. I put it in my <laughs> mouth and it was fucking cold. Ah, uh, well, that's not normal. It that's was rare. It was cool on the inside. Really? That is rare. A cool, like, purple red center. That's, yeah, that's rare. rare. The inside of that meat is rare. not cooked. Actually, she orders it rare butterfly. If I liked the cool purple center, I would have dated more black chicks. You know what I mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. That's Pittsburgh style. That's Atlanta the style. Out, the outskirts of Pittsburgh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, so, I, so we did cut you yeah, off about the pub. Keep I going. I get this fucking filet mignon on in front of me, right? The steak was originally probably four to four and a half inches thick. They butterflied it, and it took up an entire side of the plate of filet mignon, cooked to perfection. It was the best fucking melt-in-your-mouth, cut-it-with-your-fork, just-pull-it-apart steak I've ever had. The salad bar is fucking amazing, and I've been there a couple times later once I was of age and got some of their mixed drinks, got a Bahama Mama there. I love... It was probably the best Bahama Mama. Bahama Mamas, dude. It was so and good. I don't give a shit how I look because my girl sits there and orders something fruity. She always orders Malibu Bay Breeze. Something yeah. fruitier. And instead of me saying, like, well, let me get a Moscow mule or let me yeah. get a whiskey on the rocks, I will sometimes. But, dude, every now and then I'm like, you know what? Let me Bahama get a Long Mama. Island iced tea. Yep. Let me get a Bahama uh, Mama. I got to Long give. I got to give the Kelso <laughs> phrase. When me and Jess were just out down in Cape May, there was some Christmas shit going on down there, and we stayed the weekend in Cape May. On the way to Cape May. And we went to a bar. uh, (laughs) (laughs) We went to a bar because the kids were being watched for the night, and we went to, yeah, we got like um, uh, fries with like a crab sauce and a crab, lump crab meat on the fries. And then, you know, we ordered drinks. I got the fucking, you know, the Bahama Mama and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But I got to say, Bahama Mama. Heavy on the mama, and the dude knew it. And he's like, "Here you go, extra." That was JD's line. No, it's Kelso. Is when it Kelso's he, when he, line? When he's getting oh, drunk in the Bahamas, yeah. and he's like, JD "Mama, says, mama, easy on the teeny, easy on the teeny." <laughs> <laughs> Apple teeny, please, easy on the teeny. <laughs> okay, lady. What a douche. You want to talk about an awesome restaurant? Me and Gina just went to Atlantic City, and I took her to Gordon Ramsay. I saw the uh, pictures. Yeah, pub. Yeah, looks like you guys had a good time. 
It Dude. was a lot of fun. So we went to the casino, did a little pregame. Does he come out drunk. and you scream at you if you don't eat it right? Like, <laughs> was he there? No. no. Oh, you fucking idiot. Yeah, just fucking <laughs> screaming at you. You cut across the grain. Across. <laughs> so we went to the casino for a while. We did a little gambling. Uh, she came out like 20 bucks under, but somehow she did math to where she was 20 bucks up and I just let her have it. Um, I think I lost like $3 because I know when to pull out. <laughs> Make sure you keep that up. But, yeah, we, I mean. <laughs> but we got a shitload of mixed drinks and uh, I had a couple whiskeys while we were out there. Nice. So we go and uh, we check out the drink menu. Uh, I forget what she ordered, which was, you know, a little fruity, but, you know, served in, like, a, a martini glass. Right. So it was, it was heavy on the alcohol, and I got a drunk Irishman, which was, I forget what was in it, but it was pretty tasty. Probably uh, Jameson and Bailey's. No. Uh, <laughs> it, it was, like, a full-on, oh, like, fancy mixed drink with, like I a learned, twist and a drop I learned how to crush. make a drunk Irishman. One of the things in there is, like, a, there, I think there's little Bailey's in there, but there's something, it's, like, a nutty... Amaretto? Something no, in there. it's nothing like that. No. This is something he came up with and called oh. it the Drunken Irishman. Uh, I must have okay. learned how to make it's like It's not a, like something you get out of the Ramsey bartender book. Maybe I yes. learned how to make like the Drunken Leprechaun. I don't fucking know. Anyway, so carry on. We get uh, the menus. We order our appetizers. They come out. So like, everything came out like in a perfect time. The way it should. You have just enough time to have some conversation. You're running out of shit to say. And your fucking appetizer comes. Which is communication. It's not just like the cooks know. It's communication between the server staff that's passing you yep. letting them know hey table number whatever is just finishing up this I think they could take this now like that's yep. that's how it should yep. fucking work and yeah. if you work for Gordon Ramsay you fucking run that way yeah. every <laughs> night all the time dude seriously that that Get entire your wait staff off. had their shit together good they had their shit together so we get our, uh, our, our first two <laughs> things that we ordered we ordered two appetizers we got a duck poutine Ooh, that's classy right there. And we got a cheese Poutine. and meat board, which came out with three homemade jams. That's oh, so cool, dude. Or Wait, no, I, I fucked it up. It came with a, uh, like, the meat board, but, like, yeah. all super high-end shit that was, like, you can't get it unless you go to, like, Rustelli. the dude who <laughs> runs Rosselli's and ask him to order it. Like, right. weird stuff I hadn't heard of before. Uh, fucking delicious. What's, uh, what about that ham? That uh, what it is that didn't have Iberkan ham. Iberko ham, yeah. Hamon Iberko. It did not have it, uh, but it was still delicious. It, and Iberko. the sides were like a um, uh, oh god, what the fuck is that shit called? It's like a duck, gu not guavash, because that's making geese. Goulash? No, but it was duck, uh, duck liver, like a puree, almost. Pate. That's it. Pate, duck, duck okay. liver pate. God, how, good man. Pate. How unappealing nice. does that sound? <laughs> that it sounds man. fucking disgusting. It, <laughs> no, it just, was a little bit disgusting. It's, just, it's the word pate makes me think of something you just like, like it makes you would spackle with. Something it's a that cold you serve your cat. Right, yeah. You it's, serve yes, your cat that. Pate, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. So we got that, it, and then it had like some kind of jam that they made. That was fucking amazing. Yeah, now when you get good jams, dude. Meat yeah. and cheese and the cracker, or not cracker, the bread they gave it to us. Was fucking amazing. 
that have a little bit of the duck poutine, which was so-so. Like, I've had poutine before yeah. that was much better, and I've only had poutine, like, three times, so. You know what the grapes are amazing? <laughs> Anywhere you go somewhere where you're getting a great product, like jam or wine that's really good, it's because they actually have the old Italian women in the back yep. making this shit. Like, yep. if you had a good glass of wine, yep. it's like, there's an old Italian woman back there with her bare feet right now, squashing up your shit. Grapes. Yeah, dude, she's going My to town. Aunt and Uncle Mark. Uh, she did it a... 70 years ago, but yeah. <laughs> and my Uncle Mark is a listener. I hope he's listening to this right now. Your Uncle Mark listens great. to us? Yeah, my Uncle yes. Mark loves us. Shout Uncle out. Uncle Mark's the man. <laughs> There's some more adults that listen to us than I ever thought. I know yeah, we're, we're adults. Yeah, we like 21-year-old kids hitting us up like, yo, you guys are so cool. My dad turned me on to you. Like, we're happened. Fine with that. Totally okay. Adults amazing. keep on fucking it's listening. Fucking I really we thought we were only ever going to... I only thought we were ever going to appeal to 18-year-old boys. I mean, I'm 32. I know. I keep forgetting we are adults. We're adults. Ramsey. Yeah, back so, to Ramsey. Then our dinner comes out. Dude, she ordered Gordon Ramsay's world famous beef Wellington. Ooh. It's truffle mm. season. Okay. Oh. So, no. oh, so the steaks came out at the exact same time. I ordered the 28 ounce tomahawk ribeye. They brought me 28 out. ounces. Hmm. Wow. <laughs> That's like a two pound steak, dude. It was like an arm. Whoa. It was like an arm Close. on my fucking plate. And it had the tomahawk, so it, had, it was bone in. 32 ounces is two pounds. It's like the great outdoors no, where you got to eat the whole thing, even the fat. That's what I'm saying. Okay. 32, 32 is two pounds. Okay. Almost so, a two-pound steak. It With was the bone. All right, so, buck energy um, yeah. uh, what's the name? All right, so when they take a duck and they shove it, or a goose, a goose, they shove a tube down its throat and force feed it. It's called gouache. You're it not, creates, that's illegal. Eh, that is fully illegal okay, eh, and banned. Okay. Eh. But anyway, it is. <laughs> Just well, you, you can buy it from sustainable it. farms too, where they allow the ducks to or the geese yeah. to roam in this like gigantic get, outdoor area where they can eat all the natural shit. But what is you it can called? get that dish, but they are not allowed to force feed the geese and ducks. In I America. just heard that on like NPR. In America, there was somebody. They probably shipped yeah, it like in from three years ago. They shipped it in from GB. No, three I don't think they're even allowed Blavash. to import it. Uh, it's banned. Right. But what is it called? I what? can't remember. Oh. Just heard it on a right, I'm look that up while I do this story. I'm but, not that fancy. Um, when you force-fed goose dish. <laughs> force-fed goose liver. I hope you find a picture turns... of a goose with a ball gag in its mouth and just Gordon Ramsay behind fucking it. Like. So anyway, it turns bright yellow, but this is the good stuff that's natural. It, it was uh, like an orangish color. Right. And fucking black truffle mixed together in butter and then just slathered on the top of my steak to be served that way. Gina had black truffle cooked into the crust of her beef wellington. It's right. truffle gras. Foie gras. Yep. That's so it was foie gras and foie black gras. truffle. It's, everything you're describing steak. sounds so fucking great, right? And it is amazing how you could get those same ingredients if you could get those same ingredients at an Applebee's it's amazing that the ingredients... They still fuck it up that they bad. They still fuck it up! <laughs> like, it's amazing that you can have top-notch ingredients, but it's if you hand it to up. a fucking $14 an hour cook who's been like, I'm working on my fifth year here as senior cook line manager, like, <laughs> fucked up. With fucked up. Every like, time. One knife on the board, one knife next to his head. Yeah. <laughs> so... Gavage is the process of jamming the tube down the duck's and neck force and force feeding, feeding it. It's cool. called guavash. Yep. Guavash. Guavash. 
That's how I heard someone pronounce it on Chef's G-A-V-A-G-E. Guavash. Guavash. So I've heard of that before, but I never knew what the fuck it was. It's force-feeding geese, and it makes their liver bright yellow. But if you let them, eat, if you let them like gorge themselves before wintertime on olives and these herbs and these grasses and these like um, tiny little tree nuts and these berries, right? It's more natural, and they will still gorge themselves. Yeah, because their fucking liver stupid. turns like a like a deep. Orange. Now, like why is orange that? At the end of the season. Why is that beneficial in terms of eating it? Is there something about the the color orange? It's that better. You delicious. Right. So, so right. So it does change the flavor then. When you stress an animal, it releases it seeps into the meat. It releases a shitload of like hormones and toxins into the system. Right. Then they kill the animal, and all of those toxins and shit are in the tissue that you're about to eat. Which is why you got to stick the cow in a dark room before you jam the metal rod through well, its skull, so it doesn't thing. know what's coming. So in, <laughs> Like, when you go and see, like, a legit cow, you know, operation where they only kill, you know, uh, one cow they a day, maybe, or one cow a week. Right. Oh, They'll okay. Take, no, they take the, the cow out into the middle of the pasture, they're feeding it hay, they distract it, they don't let it see the gun to the side of its head, right, they the blow its fucking brains out <laughs> while it's chilling in the field, it's always well, that's how I want to go, I want to just be sitting in, like, people. the fields of Elysium just, like, chilling, and then someone yeah. just puts a fucking shotgun in the back of my head and it's over. Bam! I've watched this documentary on, like, the places that just have a line of oh, yeah. cows that they are slaughtering. Walmart. They they used Acme. to. They used to have the cows all in a straight line. The cows figured it out. The cows. Yeah, cows are smarter than dogs. They they're not fucking stupid. And they animals. were highly distressed, and all their meat tasted like shit. Yeah. Somebody discovered that if you put them in a spiral formation, and in the middle of the spiral, you kill the cow and you know move it out and bring the next cow into the spiral. They don't understand what's happening, and they are just totally okay to die. Fuck! <laughs> yep. Lever. Yep. Hey, Next cow! Fuck! Lever. Dude, great section of Dennis Leary's stand-up, No Cure for Cancer. He's like, that's the problem, isn't it? We only want to save the cute animals, don't we? <laughs> we should just have animal auditions, line them up one by one. What are you? I'm an I'm honor. honor. And what do you do? I spin my back and do cute little human things with my hands. You're, You're free, free to, to go. go. <laughs> what are you? I'm a cow? Get in the fucking truck. <laughs> but I'm an animal. Get in the fucking a, truck. Like you're a baseball glove. Get in the fucking truck. <laughs> Um, so yeah, when you take an animal and if you can make it as calm as possible before you end its life and then harvest, you know, drain the blood, remove the gut sac, the organs, right. everything, get it clean, drained instantly, you have just such good meat. And like, it's almost impossible to do that unless you hunt. Um, there's just right. no way it's going to get processed, shipped cooked it in your mouth without someone fucking it up along the process yeah or not even fucking it up there's just time and yeah. time is bad for me unless yeah. you go for a long time mm. and at Rostelli's we got some fucking steaks now we're talking about going the opposite way of age if you get a beautiful fresh steak it's fucking amazing if you age a steak holy shit you really? can do some shit with it. It's fucking awesome. Wait, so aging... So, okay, wait. Adds now, to the flavor. Now I'm confused. It, you just said time was bad for meat. It is, because it degrades. But once you allow it to degrade a certain amount, it degrades 
differently. But it can't just be time. It, it has to be aged, which is a more of a process. It's, it can't just be like I sit on a shelf. It's a drying. Yeah. That's it's different. And that's right. Aged so itself it's is a process as opposed to just letting time pass and stuff. I watch a raw piece of meat sits on a table. It's They're like a different. Dehumidified room at like 50, 55 degrees. Like a humidor for cigars. Pretty much. Okay, like cool. for steak. And it's still, it like grows a moldy crap layer on the outside of it. But what they do is they put it on the bandsaw and they run it through the fucking bandsaw and cut the outer layer of shmoo off. Shmoo. And they cut your steak. That's the sound counts are really making shmoo. <laughs> <laughs> bandsaws, shmoo. That's how they pick the good cows. They wait, they listen. Wait, moo, 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 shmoo. That one. That's the one. That's the one. That's the one. Get him. <laughs> and he's just like, shmoo, shmoo. Shmoo, shmoo. So then this fucking dude, after he cut us our four steaks, because um, we did a Valentine's Day, he cuts us our, uh, our steaks and takes this white scrapey paddle thing and scrapes all the meat clean because that also degrades. So like once you put it through the bandsaw, it leaves like a... A film, right? It, he scrapes that film off. That's like Yay. how. That's how delicate of a procedure all of this is. Takes a knife by hand and thunk, 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 and like just goes around the outside and cuts that crap layer off the outside of yeah. the entire steak, and then packages them one by one. We spent one hundred seventy-seven dollars on four steaks. Went back to Josh's place. We did Valentine's Day for the girls, so we right. did like booze and wine. It was great. I throw these motherfuckers into four cast iron pans. Each of them are uh, two. Two and two each. Two in each, right. Yeah, and then I took uh, butter, which was good butter. I used Kerrygold. Some fucking delicious butter. Yummy. I put <laughs> garlic and thyme in there with a little salt and pepper on them. That's it. A little salt and pepper on each side. Throw it in the fucking hot ass pan with the butter need, and shit. The taste of this steak is indescribable. It is nothing like a regular steak. It has so much more, and it hits your mouth differently. In so many different ways. When I first It's a new experience. It's a totally new experience, and just like with all new experiences, when I first eat something that I've never tasted before, my throat, like, closes up a little bit, and it's, like, a little bit hard to breathe. Because it doesn't want you to come while you're sitting there eating in front of people, you know what I mean? Like... I thought I was going to have an allergic reaction to the steak, but then, as always, it just, you know, got better, and the steak was just so fucking delicious. I wouldn't be surprised with the amount of bullshit that's in our food if humans don't start developing allergies to good meat. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, dude, so when you bit into the steak, it gives you immediately, there was a, a, a strange nuttiness yes. so think like Nutty. a mixture of almonds and peanuts uh, in a very small amount mixed with um i don't know i i no, like here's a, what i'm a suggesting butter that's gone bad because you Kinda. both you both have said it's, it's hard to describe amazing. so let me ask you this then for the listener since it's hard to really describe this where did you purchase these steaks at Rostelli's in uh, okay. New Jersey. Yep. So you uh, you might not be able, if you're not in Jersey, I guess you're fucked. But Different okay, so Rostelli's. So my if man you go over to here. A butcher shop and ask them for aged steak. That's what we okay. Trust me, you're gonna pay. Uh, I it, uh, I believe the price is like sixty dollars a pound. You said or it no. was a hundred and seventy for four steaks. So it was about forty dollars a pound just for the uncooked steaks. Right. 
Why is the thing? But if you want indescribably great flavors that almost whatever. make you fucking blow a load, then go drop the fucking money for a nice date night on the steak. So Rostelli's and Voorhees, if you can't, if like right now when Potts and Josh talk about these steaks, you're like, I'm dripping saliva, and I then go fucking try them. Go right, fucking so try them. It's time for cooking with Potts. <laughs> <laughs> Keep in All mind. Right. All right. So uh, what we're going to do here is we're going to tell the people how they need to cook not only these steaks, but steaks in general. If you're doing it indoors, All right, you need let's to do get it. cast iron. I'm, Period. Yeah, no. Okay, I, End of sentence. And I'm not even a huge... I used to be big into cooking, and I used to know a lot of little tricks and shit like that, um, and I fully agree. Cast iron. I will buy cast iron eventually. I, when I made my transition in my home, and you might not agree with it, um, I don't know because I don't know the technicalities of shit like that with cooking. But I, I switched Teflon from... forever. No, no, I, no, I switched. No, I oh, switched yeah. away from Teflon. I use all the the copper, the copper ones that are it's nonstick. Trash! I hate them, dude. They work great for me. I'm all glad the... you're getting a good use out of them. Oh, the two dude. that I've tried were fucking. <clears throat> I've never tried there. cooking on copper, dude. They're fucking. Uh, well, at least for me, the ones I've bought and I bought them from like Bed Bath and Beyond, like good quality ones. I got the copper knives too that cut fucking great. Um, no, those, they, they've been top-notch for me, and I won't switch back to... Is it copper so, a fucking soft-ass metal? It's soft as shit. Um, How does that make a good it's, knife? It's not even really copper. What it is, it's like a copper-colored ceramic coating. Yeah, it's a copper okay. coating. Try them out. You might like them, you might fucking hate them. Who knows, but give it a shot. All right, so cast iron. The reason Sorry, we need to use cast iron specifically for the steaks is because it holds heat. Right. So when you drop something cold onto a hot Teflon pan, it's going to create a cold spot in the bottom of that Teflon pan yep. where the cold thing hits it. Right. It's going to drop the temperature. Cast iron, it doesn't. Cast iron says fuck you to the cold and just makes it as hot as the cast iron. One, <laughs> it transfers heat out of it very well and it holds heat very well because it's thick as shit. You know, right. you get like a nine, ten pound pan. For like a small one. Dude, they are fucking Big ones like, are like 14 pounds. Yeah. If like the zombie apocalypse came and like on your road trip to go pick up weapons and supplies and you had to stop and you stopped like, let's say you can only get in like a hardware store or like a Walmart and you got to pick up some quick weapons, skip the fucking, <laughs> don't go to the blades and shit, go right to the cooking section, pick yourself up a fucking, a cast iron pan, dude, yeah. you're killing zombies. <laughs> Do some damage. All that day, dude. Until it breaks in. because it's cast. To the point where it's, I wish it was one of those specialty weapons I could have unlocked with a Game Shark code in a lot of games. Like, right. unlock cast iron pan. <laughs> <laughs> so, once you get your I cast iron shark, dude. Yeah. Get, get your cast iron hot as fuck. I do mean hot. And then you throw the steak on and then throw the butter in. Alright? Mm -hmm. That's important. If you're using cast iron, it should already be seasoned. Okay, do you use any lube on the pan at all? A drop of oil, a little spray, anything? Not on cast iron. Okay. Not for me. Because, because what seasoned. it does... Hey man, I'm here gets, learning with cooking with pots. It gets an amazing crust on it. Ooh, it, okay. it, it. Like a physically hard crust. But it doesn't cook the inside fast. And, and medium heat on the pan? Hot. Oh, that's hot. like that's really like Pittsburgh like style. Searing okay, hot. Talking about. Okay, gotcha. So the point Good being, shit. what you do is, I take a little spittle and I flick it on the pan. If it bounces across, he the spits pan, in his pan before he cooks my steak. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Son if of a bitch! I'll dip my finger under the sink nozzle. Yeah, bullshit. This you is, just told remember, you this depends is, on how man. close the sink is to the goddamn stove. <laughs> remember, I'm just gonna hock a loogie. And remember, it. a half hour before he came over, he was doing a little, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, <laughs> 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 Josh takes the first bite of a steak. He's like, fish. 
Pussy? <laughs> Tuna? Right. Tuna? Low tide? All right, let's finish cooking with pots for crushing. Can I tell a story? I yeah. smell low tide. Thank you. We did let you get to the whole Gordon Ramsay story. No, keep going. Right. So, searing hot. Fucking rip-roaring hot. Throw the steak on. Throw your butter in. Uh, wait, I'd say one full minute and check it with a spatula look under it if it's got a brown crust on it flip that bitch over to another part of the pan do not flip it straight over onto the same spot you flip it over to a different part of the pan that's still like rip roaring hot because it's never cooled down at all and that'll completely sear up your other side then put your thyme and your garlic in and drop the heat like if you've got 10 you know 1 to 10 on your dial drop it down to like 3 or 4 okay gotcha you want low heat and then just keep flipping it every. So on a regular low, medium, high, in between. Fucking cover that bitch. So on a regular low, yep. medium, high dial between low and medium, like right there in that. Yeah. That zone. Okay. And gotcha. the reason you keep flipping it, and this is gonna piss off a lot of steak purists. You're the only w- supposed to flip it one time. Yeah. If you work in a restaurant and you're trying to get them out fast, if you want a good goddamn steak, all right. Good goddamn steak. All right. So look at it this way, Josh. When you're cooking the steak, heat pushes a little bit of moisture up through the steak and it gets that like blood spots on the top of the steak a large portion of it is being sucked out the bottom to push down into the part that's being cooked so your juice is flowing down the entire time flowing down flowing down flowing down flowing down and leaking out because you're only going to flip it one time if you flip it like sear the outsides all right so that's one minute. i usually flip my steak twice it hits and you have one minute of it seeping out the top Flip it again, it sears that side so moisture can't get out either side, and then you keep flipping it every three minutes or so on low heat to let the heat keep moving in, but it's always like the juice goes to the top, you know, flows to the bottom, and then you flip it over, it's at the top again, and it flows down, keeps your steaks juicy as shit. I know because I've cooked them side by side. I flipped one steak a shitload of times, and I flipped one steak once, and the one steak, uh, the one flip steak was fucking drier. Hmm. I can understand that. Yeah. So I can can understand that logic. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is cooking with pots. That's cooking with pots. Now I know how to actually cook. Because to be honest with you, that is one thing I never... Even I worked at Tortilla Press. The only steak we had to cook was chopped up steak in the steak fajitas. I never had to, like, cook steaks. You know what I mean? So I've never really learned how to properly do it. And mine never turn out... It always turned out a little too tough. You know what I mean? And I'm like, fuck, what am I doing wrong with this shit? Lower heat. Lower yeah. heat, yeah. yeah I, I man cook a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah. I man cook a lot of shit. So, um, real quick, for those of you out there who might be Polish food enthusiasts, real quick, pierogies, if you're cooking them, whether they be homemade or Butter. whether they be homemade or frozen Mrs. T's. And if you hate on frozen Mrs. T's, I fuck get you. Yeah, like, come on fuck now. Fuck you. I don't, I don't subscribe to that whole thing. Delicious. So, here's what you do. Pierogies, real fast. You put your pan on medium heat, okay? You melt a shitload of butter. I mean, like, two fucking heaving tablespoons worth of fucking butter. Like Josh uses okay? a whole goddamn stick. Yeah, a whole stick. Oh, do you? I, I use a lot, but not a whole stick. I, um, want, that's I a want lot. the pierogies drowning in the boiling right. butter. So there's a trick. So first you, first you just keep flipping them in the butter, okay? And just the pierogies by themselves at first. For the first, like, five minutes or so, you're just doing the pierogies in the butter. Then you want to add your chopped up veggies, your onions and peppers in with them. And I put jalapenos in with them motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah dude. So then, now you keep stirring the veggies in with them, with the butter. And they're just getting soft. And the noodle is, uh, you know, is absorbing and soaking the fuck in the butter. But now it's time for the coup de gras. Now, once the butter's pretty much all been absorbed, now you just take a teaspoon of like olive oil, 
throw that in there so they get a little crisp to them now. Crank the heat up just a little bit so the oil gets hot because the oil gives them like a little, that little golden brown spot on the top gives them that little crisp. You do that, you throw them like between a medium and high heat, you put a lid on them and you check them every two minutes to flip them so you get a little crisp on the bottom, a little crisp on the top. Mm -hmm. You serve them bad boys with some sour cream and if you're fucked up like I am, some hot sauce. Hot sauce. sauce. Yeah, hot sauce and mayonnaise, dude. actually. Mayonnaise? I mix Interesting. Dude, hot sauce mixed. I see, I mix my... Hot sauce and sour cream together make like a little okay. sauce. very similar. Yeah. Right. But yeah, that's, and I don't care if it's not, it's, I don't care if I'm, I'm combining like, oh, I forgot the fucking secret spice I use for my pierogies. I don't, people. Obey? No, something else. But that would be good, right? It something would, else. You know what I mean? And, you know what I hate? I hate when people try to take, so pierogies is a Polish food and like the real hardcore foodies always want you to use only like things from Poland or that they use in yeah, Poland. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah, no. Uh, so I'm putting jalapeno, so I got a little Mexico in there, right? Um, I use Polish Mexican fusion. Not only do I use a little, uh, yeah. <laughs> I use um, garlic salt, okay, not garlic powder. I use a little garlic okay. salt. So this way I can negate using salt separately, just garlic salt, little pepper, yep. um, and I put paprika, paprika on your rogies. Try it. Thank me later. Okay. okay. Now, do you want to up your game even further? Go ahead. Teach me. Go from. Paprika to smoked paprika. Oh, okay. I'm in. I'm boom. Oh, I'm fucking, um, it, it is an uh, all new level of good spice. Absolutely. It's so good. One thing I want to touch base on here, unless you've got another restaurant you want to talk about. No? Gotcha. Okay. One thing I want to t- touch base on real quick um, is cheesesteaks. Because oh, we're from yeah. the we're from the greater Philadelphia area. Yeah, and we don't have to make it super long. But here's the thing, okay? So if you're not from the greater Philadelphia region, if you're not from the the Philadelphia, South Jersey, north part of Delaware, even like Newcastle County, yeah, um, you don't know shit about shit about shit about shit about cheesesteaks, okay? Yeah, you absolutely don't. <laughs> Cheesesteak is and a fucking why? Here's because why is it so Jersey. hard? Why is it so hard to, to ship steakums over to the fucking Why is West it so Coast? hard? No, because real <laughs> cheesesteaks aren't made with steakums. It's I know, but even the places that claim Philly cheesesteak are still lower grade. Even if, it's I, our had, bread. Even if I had cheesesteaks on a different bread, even if they were Amoroso fucking rolls from Walmart. They don't get the steak the same. Yeah, they don't. They fuck and they it up don't understand else, that just steak and American cheese and some fucking fried onions yeah, is all salt, you need. Pepper, garlic. They throw on a Philly cheesesteak at anywhere else that you go. I went to upstate New York for my honeymoon. They had Philly cheesesteaks up there. Didn't get one because they're gonna R- suck. No, yeah, they, they are. got mushrooms and peppers and you know, but I'm not against that. Nacho cheese, cheese and shit. Fuck you. Fuck all of that shit. Yeah. <laughs> if you're going to put a cheese spread on a cheesesteak, it has to be brand name Cheese Whiz. Yeah. Otherwise, you know. it's American. Otherwise, go right. fuck your mother. Don't put mozzarella or provolone no, on my fucking cheesesteak. Who puts provolone? Well, now, now, let's talk about chicken cheesesteaks and Well, provolone. hang on. Before we get there. You can bastardize a chicken cheesesteak. I would much true. rather have a chicken no, cutlet sandwich. You can take a chicken. Okay. Taking a chicken cheesesteak and doing fuck all with it is not a sacrilege. You can stick anything on chicken cheesesteak and it's like okay that's your acceptable idea for chicken cheesesteak but a cheesesteak <laughs> is faggot. fucking sacred yep. and you don't just be like i'll add this no either american cheese no. or cheese whiz thin shaved sirloin steak and onions now that's all you need on I a roll i think i've talked about this on this podcast but when we went for our um trip to new york for a band and music class to see the rockettes and to see billy joel's moving out 
at the little strip mall we stopped at in New York to get food, it said real Philly cheesesteaks. And me being a naive 17-year-old, I'm like, yep. hot shit. Bullshit. So I ordered Did it one. Did come out on a hot dog They gave bun? me an open face, like... An open face? What the fuck is How that called? How can call it a, a real Philly cheesesteak? Almost. Like an open no, face thing. And sides. I, dude, I, they put a T-bone steak on the open roll and then poured a liquid cheese on it. Like nacho cheese. Like nacho, I got it. That was a, a steak with cheese That's on it. That's not Did a you Philly cheesesteak at all. At, Have you ever been at, to Philadelphia? At that point, you you walk up to the counter with your plate and you calmly place it down. You ask for the waitress. You say, hi, I'm... Any chance I'd be able to talk with the uh, chef? Yeah. Was there a problem? No, no. So I chef. Was, I put quote, I just, chef. I just want to speak with the chef. The douchebag that and put this steak on a roll. <laughs> he walks out from the kitchen and uh, looks at you and gives you, you know, the typical greeting from a chef that you would get, which is just an angry look like, hi. What do you want? And then he looks at you and he's going to tell you, uh, you know, what's, what's going on? And you say, uh, oh, I, I just wanted to talk to you about your, your real Philly cheesesteak. And you hawk an enormous loogie <laughs> in his face. <laughs> oh, is that the proper way to take care of it? Yeah. That's how we take care of those situations here at Who Invited This Guy. How about, <laughs> how about this? If you're going to cook a real Philly cheesesteak, go to any pizza place in South Jersey. Go to any cheesesteak place in Philadelphia and eat one. But we did talk about this, and yeah. we talked about this before. Fuck the South Jersey, Philly the South they Jer- suck. No, I think they're great. They're no. just different. No, no. They Philadelphia are Philadelphia. No, I, I think I they're great. Hate them. Oh, do you? No, they're uh, great. Except for Tony Luke's. But it is true that we talked about this on the podcast. South Jersey Philly cheesesteaks and Philly cheesesteaks are different way things. different. So, but yep. South I, Jersey's better. And uh, yeah. an opinion, of course. And, but I actually like both equally. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like both certain equally mood, for different certain reasons. Now, Philly steak is cut thicker. It's bigger pieces yes, of steak. Yes, it is. There's more gristle in it. Yeah, absolutely. Yep, that's the difference. That's a bad thing. Yeah. Um, but that's, that's, no, that's the main difference. But I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not a big, like, caveman, eat meat guy. But every now and then I am craving, like, the gristle, the fat, the down and dirty. Like, they just killed this cow in the back and made my cheesesteak kind of thing. Yep. Um, Only they didn't. That and what do you get? Do you get your cheesesteaks whiz with? Whiz with. I get American with raw. Okay. Like, I get raw onions. Like, you want raw onions? Why is everyone looking like I'm crazy because I want raw onions? Like, dude, <laughs> fucking, it's the shit. Because everyone has sauteed onions on their cheesesteak. Uh, it's fried well, onions. Well, you know what else I don't put on my cheesesteak that I think you're all fucked up for? I'm going to get, like, hate mail for this. Stop putting ketchup. When I cheat, you're ruining uh, your cheesesteak. Every once in a while, you're you can ruining dip it in ketchup, but I'd rather just have the taste of the cheesesteak. Yeah, right, ketchup, yeah. but Brown hot peppers, the cherry oh, peppers that they give hots. you outside of Gino's. Long no, hot, no, not long cherry hot. peppers. No? Well, those too, but they give you outside. No, no. no. Banana when peppers going to Gino's, a chicken cheesesteak. Banana peppers going to Gino's. You're right. You're right. They have the full red and green peppers in the thing. I don't like the sweet ones. You rip the stem and seeds out, and you rip up the. The, the pepper meat exactly. and yeah, no, that's it, great too. And you, you, you know, put the, the sure. pepper juice all over your cheesesteak, dude. You got, dude. You got to do. <laughs> Damn, yeah, and I good. agree with you; those are amazing because they have them outside of like Tony Luke's and shit. But do they have them, than dude? You peppers. gotta try. No, lo- no. Dude, you gotta try. Sweeter. Have you no. tried Long Hots on your cheesesteak yet? I try Long Hots once on your cheesesteak. I don't like it because they I'm, don't have Long Hots at like Pat's and Gino's. No, in the South Jersey, no, the South Jersey they do. Yeah, I can tell you why I won't like it. I went to this uh, badass burger place. I was talking to him. I went to this badass (laughs) burger place in Philly and uh, went there with my buddy Jim and got this, uh, like, pub burger or whatever, and it came with long hots on it. So, like, I got the meat and the long hots. Long hots are too overpowering. They're very hot. 
See, there, I, it's just too much. I'm trying to enjoy a cheese steak. My I family, don't want hot pepper on that. My family personally dries long hots in individual attics. Oh, yes. And then just eats them with cheese. See, <laughs> and, next time, and on the next time we talk about food, I will tap into, because one thing we didn't talk about tonight is um, we didn't get too personal about some of our personal, like, I want to talk about the worst thing we've ever cooked. Yeah, we'll, we'll save that for next. And time. I also want to talk about my sick obsession with heat on my food. Like yeah. it's at a point now where most, if I go to a doctor next time, they're like, "Hey, look, your your esophagus, stomach, and intestine lining is completely dissolved." Not surprised. Nope. Not surprised <laughs> yep, at all. That makes sense. Nine out of ten of my shits burn. Okay, <laughs> because of how I eat. So, but we'll touch on that <laughs> on another time. <laughs> all right, fuck it. Let's just fucking wrap this yeah. one up. So anyway, all right. all right, so this is, you, this won't be the last time you hear from the trio here about food, but we're going to wrap this one up tonight. Three fat yeah. fucks. Yeah. One fat. One fat. One fat. Is that a fat joke? Anyway, so um, let's go ahead and let's talk about the obvious places they can find us. Now, you know, you brought this up before, Josh, it's true. We talk about where they can find us, but if they're listening to us, they already know where to find us. If they made it us. to the end of the yeah. episode, they found us already. So what we're going to do is we're go- when we tell you where you can find us, it's not for you to pick a different platform. It's so you can tell other people who may have access to different platforms. Your job is to spread the word. Please spread the Next word. time someone's like, dude, I can't... Spread listen. your legs or spread the word, motherfucker. Oh, right. right. Next we'll time, that back right. from episode three. <laughs> Next time someone's like, well, dude, I can't listen to that podcast through on iTunes. I have an Android. Fuck you, we're everywhere. Yep. You can't not listen to us. So, Potsy, let's start with a little social media. Where can they find us? Come over to Instagram. Um, uh, I've actually been putting some stuff up recently. Like, yes, not, not a lot, but I've, I've actually been posting. So, that's a thing. Come over to Instagram. Check like us Bill out Cosby, at, baby, it's cold outside. We'll yeah. talk about that next episode. Josh, next episode. Josh made that. <laughs> that hasn't been made yet. Like, yeah. what? Yeah. yeah. I There's a picture of Bill Cosby dressed as Santa, and no one put baby, it's cold and, outside. And he's got the, he's got the, do you want jello face, <laughs> yeah. right? So, if anyone sees my that, black just dick. know that it was on who invited this guy, Instagram first. So, come over, check our Instagram, WITG pod. Um, you can find our shit. Uh, it's pretty funny. Dan, where can they find us on the twat box? Um, now, before I tell you where you that. can find us on the twat box, Potts forgot to mention that he really likes knives. And cars. I haven't and there posted is a- something to Easy Potsy in... Probably four months. Fuck but check it out. If, you, if you're a new listener, check out Easy Potsy Over on, on Instagram. Instagram. <laughs> um, if but, you like cars and knives, you'll really like Easy Potsy on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't like cars and knives, Go you won't give yourself. a And fuck. I won't clog your feet up with shit because I don't post. Yeah. But on the tweet It's a tweet, smart follow. On the tweet tweet twatter, <laughs> you can find us on the twat box at WITG Podcast. Not only will you find our most latest episodes... Uh, most latest. Jesus Christ. I was going to let you get away with <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, no. Not only you find our latest episodes uh, get posted up, but of course you will see, um, I retweet a lot of things from fellow podcasters and the shit they're doing, so you can check out other people as well. Um, and Josh, where's the most important place they can find us in uh, terms of... Uh, search the Googleverse, or ooh. anywhere else you search. The Bingiverse. Who invited this guy, all our shit. All our shit is there. Every single bit. Now, our shit. in terms of listening, in terms of listening to us, I don't know how you're currently tuned in right now, the specific listener, but you can find us on Spreaker, Podbean, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, fucking everywhere. We're 
there. So <laughs> look us up. Some of the weird podcatchers that I've never even heard of. Yeah, Dan's like, yo, I signed us up for this. Like, cool, <laughs> dude. <laughs> what's that? Awesome. At one point, we're like, well, we need more plays. I'm like, I'm just gonna start signing our name up to shit. Like, yeah, I might mean, as well. There's one that I don't even know how to log in to check our shit. I just <laughs> started applying. I'm like, whatever. Drop the URL. Here you go. Here's <laughs> our shit. <laughs> so that's all the fucking platforms you can find us. This has been, as always, gentlemen, a wonderful episode. Hell yeah. For the three jerk-offs here, this has been Who Invited This Guy. I'm Danny T. I'm Eric. I'm Josh. And as always, we're here to say, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. School Eagle Beef.